Hey, welcome to What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Very exciting guest today. Billy Seidman's going to be on. Oh, what a songwriting career he has had. He is a man who wears many hats, many hats. And I'm going to begin by just to give you a taste of his music right now. Cry like a girl. And then I'm going to bring him on. Here we go. so many musical hats i don't know where to begin okay he's got a songwriting uh, career includes staff positions in both new york and nashville at rca music publishing warner chappelle music publishing sony atv tree music publishing nashville carlin music publishing uh, it goes i'm gonna let him talk <laughs> because it, it's amazing and uh he's worked with so many major label artists uh including the voice america 
Idol contestants, and over a 1,000 songwriters and producers. He's worked extensively as a studio musician, a guitarist, a music producer on countless records, film scores, commercials, and Broadway shows. Oh, he's also a member of the songwriting faculty at NYU. Very impressive. Enough about him. Let's bring him on. This is amazing. And most important of all, his new book. It just came out uh, August 15th, and I just finished reading it. I love it. Uh, the Elements of Songcraft, the Contemporary Songwriter's Usage Guide to Writing Songs That Last. I'm opening the mic to Mr. Billy Seidman. Mr. Well, Seidman, thank you. are you there? Thank you. Can you hear me? I am. I am, Nancy. Thank you so much. What an introduction. I love that opening song. I love that opening thank you, song. Thank you. I wanted to open with something uplifting. Cry like a girl. All right. Yeah, wow. I appreciate that. Hats? That is, uh, well, I appreciate you asking. Uh, that's Brooke Moriber, uh, my co-writer and the artist on that song. Uh, and um, it's a pretty good example of the way I like to think about how to put a song together. You've got a t- that song got written because Brooke walked into my studio and said, "I want to write a song." Got this title, "Cry Like a Girl." Um, and my caveman <laughs> brain basically goes like, "Well, why would you cry like a girl? How could I? How could I find?" the underlying uh, reason you would say that, well, nothing you've tried has made you a hole in this world. You know, you, you cry like a girl, feel how it feels to stumble, crumble, then learn how to heal. <laughs> you know, here's a guy who's sort of, you know, in those a corner booth. Those are great lyrics. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, those you. are great lyrics. Those are terrific. And I just finished your book over the weekend, and I learned so much. I was taking notes for myself later down the road, and I was going, wait, I can use this, <laughs> because there was, it's such great. The Elements of <laughs> – you might have the longest title right now. I know there's the longest song title, but The Elements of Song Crafts, the Contemporary Songwriters Usage Guide to Writing Songs That Last. That's almost a song yeah. in itself, Billy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's a, the, the Elements of Songcraft is how we refer to it, or The Elements um, – and that's the uh, the main title and the subtitles. The rest. Uh, well, thank you so much for saying that. It, it means a lot. I um, I'm I'm of the belief that songwriters are kind of the history's first communication experts. Uh, they had to figure out very easily. Uh, they had to figure out, excuse me, very early, uh, whether they were troubadours in the 12th or 13th century. You know what kind of ideas, songs, melodies, uh, c- uh, concepts really resonated with an audience or they wouldn't have an audience and they wouldn't get fed and they'd have to move on to the next town. Right. Um, and that goes back to probably, you know, shamans and, you know, prehistory. And um, so one of the um, thoughts I've had about uh, that I've incorporated in the beginning of the elements of songcraft is this idea that the world's first communication experts were songwriters and the techniques that songwriters have developed over the centuries are very stealthy and can be adapted and used by uh, songwriters to write much better songs, but also anyone interested in uh, the communication arts. Oh, yes, and you, and you brought up a very good point, Billy, because when you said early history, uh, it's true. I mean, the first sounds were made as warning sounds, and then the next sounds were made as to remember the history of your past sounds. Then the next sounds were made to mock maybe uh, medieval governments or <laughs> royalty and the or heralds or right or messages. You know, trumpets. yeah heralds yes. uh, announcing also, the entrance of royalty 
Yes, and then actually during um, uh, the Civil War period, the Gospels were actually used as escape songs. You know, where they would say, I'm going down by the river, where the, it's forked. And it, but they were actually teaching each other what was the escape route. So it's very interesting. I love how you – and I learned so much from your book, I have to say, Billy. I was reading it, and I was going, oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah, I never thought of it that way. And I think it's, it's so nice what you've done in there that you've simplified it and broke it down to anyone who has an interest in music, even if you just want to read about how is a song made. But the different elements that I, I didn't even realize that uh, you put so much into it, so much work. How long did it take you to write this book? Um, it took about a year and a half. And then um, um, just like really good songs or really good novels, uh, it took probably another year to rewrite it and to tighten it up and to live with it and circle around it and figure out what might be missing from it. Uh, um, and, uh, so that was, uh, all I say all in a, about two and a half years. Two and a half. It's very concise. And it, it got to the point where I was writing down page numbers, Billy, because I didn't want to forget anything. And I was looking at different, different, uh, elements of it. And, uh, but you go into not just that, uh, I like that even as I'm learning about music, as it got towards the end of the book, you also got into, all the different professions that are involved with music from the sound engineers to yeah. you got everybody. And that, yeah, was so, a, that was so nice to see. There's a classic line in Nashville attributed to Harlan Howard, one of the giants of Nashville songwriting called uh, three chords and the truth. You know, he would he basically <laughs> boil down country music to uh, be represented by three chords and the truth. And uh, I've got a chapter on, um, on contemporary, I love that uh, one. Yeah, uh, a chapter on uh, the how how artists and how producers and how beat makers are all making music in today's contemporary music market, and I call that four chords and the loop. Um, <laughs> it's turned out that it's turned out that you know with the evolution of technology and hip hop and uh, the simplification of chord progressions and the loop based music making due to technology and everybody having computers and programs like, um, Ableton or, uh, logic or pro tools has allowed people to really simplify the music process and make it a little bit more democratic. So many people can come in and express their, uh, thoughts and feelings through music. And now your book was released, uh, the, the 15th. Yeah, it was released 15th? on Saturday. And uh, listeners out wow. there, I encourage you to pick it up. Uh, pardon me for the crass promotion, but you know I banged up my family, no, for, you know, and I, you know, and my Facebook friends and uh, my students. I have a Song Arts Academy, my uh, training school for songwriters. Anyone interested? I'm easy to find. Song Arts Academy, Billy Seidman. You can find me online. Um, but yes, and let me just the, give that. It's www.songacademy.com. Song Arts Academy, one word, dot com. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Nancy. Yeah, and I run workshops and I do private training, and um, so uh, I'm I'm very dedicated to helping people become better songwriters by basically harvesting the techniques that, again, the great songwriters of today, whether it's in pop or country or any genre you're interested in, um, uh, people can utilize these techniques to to be much better communicators and understand um, 
how to get an audience involved in your song in the first 10, 15 seconds. Uh, honestly, if you, it's like anything else. It's like a headline or the opening of a radio show um, or any other, uh, the opening line of an email, the opening line of a proposal. You're either winning an audience line by line or you're losing them. So uh, these techniques really help people stay focused on uh, putting together very compelling uh, words yes. and actions. And so in the beginning songs... of, yes, in the beginning of your book, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but could you say the Irving Berlin quote? Oh, if yeah. You don't, I have um, it written down. Sure, sure. No, I know it. It's uh, it's, it's really wonderful. He said, um, well, my book is uh, the subtitled, uh, you know, uh, uses guide to writing songs that last. So I wanted to basically, if I, my logic is, is that if I'm going to say something, I'm going to explain why I said it. I'm not going to leave it up in the air. And uh, so I found this wonderful quote from Irving Berlin who said, uh, it's the tune that makes this, uh, it's the lyric that makes the song a hit, but it's the tune that makes it last. And uh, that's kind of true. It's, if you think about it, if you travel the world and you happen to be in some strange foreign country, uh, pre-COVID, of course, um, mm-hmm. um, people who don't speak any English can sing you the lyrics or the melody of Hotel California. So how does Billy, that happen? That is so you know? funny. That is so funny. You're right. If you, I know a lot of um, people who don't speak English, but can karaoke like a madman, you know, <laughs> just yeah, like American yeah. songs, speak no English, and go, yeah. thank you, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And they it's can so sing amazing. Frank they can sing Frank Sinatra's My Way from the 50s, you know, but they couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. give you directions to, uh, you know, get to the supermarket in English. And let me ask you this. What, what are some of the issues uh, that you have in your book that songwriters are facing today starting out? Well, I think um, – well, I'd say that it really has to do with understanding who your audience is. And I'm talking about people who've been writing songs for a while, who have some skill, have some talent, have been either uh, in bands, uh, out in the world, have gained a little traction, have a social media presence, uh, or looking to develop more of a social media presence. Uh, in order to gain the kind of traction to attract major label interest uh, or managers or um, you know, or PRO, um, ASCAP, BMI, CSAC support. Um, it's really about knowing who your audience is. And uh, this is a question that any smart attorney or music uh, industry executive would basically say to an artist in the first meeting or songwriters, who's your audience? Uh, and I think that each writer, uh, artist, singer has got to answer that question almost like an elevator pitch for a screenplay writer. You get basically, Very good advice. Yeah. Very because good. And also, you, I like that yeah. you break it down, too. Your book breaks that down. It's that people, I've read the book. It does break it down. Bit by, he, I want to say you hold their hand, but you walk them through. And actually, I, I was writing down my own notes on some of the things because I, as I, I'm a writer as well. But uh, replace with action words was my favorite favorite thing that you said in, the, in this book replace with action words when you're writing take that word out and now make it an action and I was like yes yeah. brilliant well you, th- you know you think about it I mean that's what you you know that's what you notice in famous songs working my way back to you action um, I, you know kiss me under the light of a thousand stars uh, place your head on my beating heart I'm thinking out loud 
So this is a Put very, very common shoulder. practice. <laughs> yeah, action commands, you know. But what, but the, what I've learned is, and by the way, the only reason I'm able to sit in this chair and have this conversation is because I moved down to Nashville in the 90s, and I'd been a songwriter and signed to publishers and had some success in New York. But it wasn't until I really got to Nashville, living there, drinking the water, breathing the air every day, that I started listening to my new songwriting heroes. And I was going, how do these writers get into my bloodstream like in 10 seconds? And now my life and my heart and my life is at stake in the song. And um, that really became my quest to kind of figure out. And uh, I was very fortunate. I've I've been uh, lucky to write with some um, top national writers and uh, been introduced. It's a it's a wonderful community in Nashville in that respect. That uh, uh, they call it a five year town. Um, you know, people always say to me, "Hey, I've got a great country song," and uh, I've learned that you know Nashville basically records what gets written in Nashville, and I think that's very fair. I mean, there's so many people who have gone there, made the sacrifice to get better, to learn the uh, the ropes there, and who have already uh, been there for years, either working as waiters or however they need to make a living in order to move up. And when you look at the history of great writers, hey, Chris Christopherson was a janitor. You know, one of my um, uh, favorite – yeah, one of my favorite friends and also a very successful writer in Nashville is a guy named Phil Barnhart. Um, he was a janitor when he first got to town, and he's like one of the most revered lyricists in Nashville. He wrote uh, Broken Wing and No News and a, a bunch of other big country hits. So um, uh, it's a it's a t- town that can humble you in a very good way. And uh, I was just so fortunate that I basically – uh, had a chance to uh, write with some of these great writers, learn their techniques. And basically what I would say, I know we kind of got off the point about what's uh, the most important thing writers need to, to focus on in terms of finding an audience. But I think it's important to say that the great writers really understand what they're writing about long before they get in the trench and start putting the wires and crafting the song. They've already figured out um what category the song is? Is it a devotional love song? Is it a uh, uh, Ooh, is it an attitude or fun away, song? It's in the book. It's in the yeah. book. <laughs> give sweet, sweet. No, well, thank you. I don't you. want Appreciate you to give away, give, don't give away too much because I, that was very impressive too. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to What's the Buzz in New York with our guest Billy Seidman, he has also in this book the elements of songcraft, giving you this if you're interested in writing music or just uh, musically interested, the strategies behind it the strategies behind uh, progressing with the song what kind of song it is the melodies the lyrics and and it's both and you write too billy it's so important you write that songs get in your head and from how many uh, movies that it just stuck with you was the song with easy rider or any of the songs move the story songs move the story because we we see but we listen and it gets in your head and I love all the elements that you have here. You've just broken it down so wonderfully for people who are, if you have any interest at all, and categories. And you really, you know what I like, Billy, especially, is, is the heart in your book. And the heart is you want people to learn from this. And that, that comes off really clearly in your writing. You want it. And, and if I don't understand one thing, I go to the next chapter and I go, oh, now I understand it better. And that's so nice that you've put that out there for that. <laughs> and, I, and I like all the emotions and categories you've broken everything down to. You, you've basically said, look, here's, here's what you've got to do. <laughs> and 
you could tell a lot of work went into this, Billy. And again, I want to give the uh, website out. It's www.songartsacademy.com. Now, www.songartsacademy.com. Now, what I picked up on this, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening, is also that he works with people privately. Is that true? You do work with people privately? Yeah. They contacted yeah. you? I have a, yep. I, I work with people privately, and um, um, and it's a uh, um, you know it's um, again getting back to what you were saying. Um, I'm very much focused on on the subject. Uh, I'm I, I don't feel comfortable making quote unquote myself the subject. I love to get back to the song. So I teach people a critiquing system, a way to listen to songs so that they can have those aha moments and understand the components that have gone into uh, maybe the 12 core components that go into writing strong songs. Uh, I always tease my, uh, my, uh, the students I work with, I say, Oh, what business are we in? And they always, they know to answer back the communications business. Yeah. Because um, that's ultimately, that's ultimately what people, you know, again, if people don't understand what business they're in, then how are they going to succeed at it? And, you know, songwriters don't have a chance to swing back and tell the audience what they meant. I heard a story yeah, years ago. What I meant was. <laughs> I, well, I heard a story years ago. I, I, have, a, I have a friend, Johnny Rossio. He says, you know, uh, you know, Bruce Springsteen always told me never to drop names. <laughs> That's a joke. But but literally, I heard a story years ago about how Bruce Springsteen would would play um, new songs for his friends in his car, and he'd hand them a lyric sheet. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, and you know, because he really wanted to people to concentrate on on the words of the song, and I completely understand that. Uh, I get that, and and I can appreciate it. But that's you know, that's in the private car with Bruce Springsteen and his close friends. You know, everybody else in the world, you know, you have one chance to. Uh, to communicate what you're saying to people if they have to hunt and peck for what you meant, uh, it doesn't represent you really understood that you're in the communications business. So how prized is communication to you? Uh, you know, that's a long process of developing the skill set to uh, become what I call a songwriting athlete. You got to write a lot of songs to get good at this level to, to compete at the highest level of uh, contemporary pop or any genre that you're oh, looking yeah. to uh, make a you know make a name for yourself in this in the world as a songwriter oh it, it's it's so true and i also like uh, i'm on page 36 because uh, i found, i wrote down the pages of my favorite pages but that you said to inspire or entertain which i think is so true i would add one more thing to that it's please, not please I, the way i feel about music or entertainment it's it's to inspire entertain and elevate because yeah, very, when you elevate, people have a feel, you know, that's my feeling when I read the book. Yeah. That, that you did that's elevate a really good it point. to a new, a new level. Yeah. So it's not just a, to inspire and, and entertain, but let's elevate it. Well, Nancy, I'll have to and, add and, that and to, the, to, the, to the next <laughs> revision. <laughs> yes, because it's what you, and that's what you, well, as I read through your book, I also found um, anyone, uh, this is a great book, go to www.songartsacademy.com, Billy Seidman, to look up more about him, follow him on Facebook, wherever he is, follow this man, because he's doing great things. But that when I read this book, again, if I don't understand this, I go to the next page and I go, oh, now, okay, he's leading me through it, okay, now I get it. And it does, it elevates, and that's what, why do we listen to music, Billy? We, we listen to feel something yeah well we're listening to um you know we want sometimes we, we need a party we need solace uh 
you know, we need reassurance. You know, you listen to um, a famous song like Carol King's song, uh, You've Got a Friend. And, uh, you know, what kind of song is that if you have to meditate on that? It's a song about reassurance. She's reassuring her, and, her friend uh, that Jim Croce, I have to say I love you with a song, right? I have to say yeah. I love you with a song. So it's yeah. just, it's all that. Oh, my gosh, you are yeah. so great. But I want to get in everything because I'm just, I'm so absorbed with your book <laughs> that I just really, I Thanks learned so a lot much. from it. And I'm going to go give you a quote later today from my radio show. And then um, the other thing um, is that uh, you, www, I'm just so excited, dot songartsacademy.com for more information. And you have a Facebook page, right? Yes, I do. Correct. Facebook is for for both uh, myself, Billy Seidman, I'm easy to find. And also the book is available in all major booksellers. Uh, we're, I'm looking at uh, on my screen right now, we're number one in new releases in music composition. So I'm not sure exactly what that wow. means. I think, uh, you know, Amazon is very number one um, is good. Yeah, we'll take number one. Um, so um, uh, we'll see. Listen, and Amazon I, is I easy. Say, Everybody's on Amazon. Everybody's on Amazon. Yeah. Go to Amazon.com. Everybody's on it. Come on, I know you are. And just go yeah. there. And the, the book is really just, it's, it's wonderful inspiration, but it's great as a, even if you're just musically inspired or you want to know, well, how is a song written? Or maybe I just want to try my hand at this. Or how do I get a hit song? What's involved? And you really lead them through and go, now that you've written that, go back and now, now change a couple of words. Now change a couple of more. And it's just so good. I can go on and on about this book. www.songartsacademy.com. Billy, we're down to the last four minutes. So let's get in. Anything else you want to talk about this book? Well, since I've been writing it in a bubble, I'm very curious to hear people's reactions to it. So uh, if you purchase it and uh, you have something to say, please leave a review on Amazon. Also, I have an author's page on Amazon. You can say hi to me there. And, uh, you know, I also work with high school students. I also work with a lot of, um, you know, people. I get a lot of calls from parents saying, hey, my kid is starting to uh, really get into writing songs and garage band. Uh, uh, can you help us with uh, understanding what might be a, a good approach for him to, or her to get better? So I do work with, um, you know, with um, really um, – uh, people from 10 to um, to 65. All levels. Some people, all yeah, levels, people, yeah. exactly, all levels. My, my thinking is is that if the most important thing is that you want to learn. And, and I'm very fortunate that people who typically find me, they have that enthusiasm. They want to get better. It, it takes courage to want to get better, especially if you're somebody who's very heavily invested in, what, in, <laughs> in your approach to songwriting. So um, I applaud those people who, who basically take a, a look at them themselves and say, here's my strengths, here's my challenges. So uh, if you're out there and uh, this sounds interesting, I'd really look forward to hearing from you. So feel free to give me a shout out. Yeah, don't be afraid, people. Just just reach out. Even if you want to message him on Facebook, you can message him and say, I'm, I'm interested. What do I need to do? What level do I have to be at? I'm, he'll get back to you, I'm sure, www.songartsacademy.com. No, it's great, and especially now that I'm sure parents are going crazy for outlets for their children. And just whether it's songwriting or musical technique, I believe you teach it all uh, because you have such a great uh, – that you've got to go on, on Facebook. I can't read all of his credits. There are too many. They're, they're a whole song in themselves. But <laughs> there's so many credits that you have, great from film to Broadway to uh, hit artist 
and it, it's so great, Billy. This is a very important book, everyone, and I want you to check it out, okay? Okay, the craft, say, say ready? The Elements of Songcraft. That's the short version. The Contemporary Songwriter's Beautiful. Usage Guide to Writing the Songs That Last. <laughs> but it, it's so really much, a, a good, good book. Oh, no, it's been a pleasure. It's been a, a pleasure. And actually, I'm going to let the show, even though technically online it's going to look like it, it's over, I'm going to play one more of your songs uh, to end the show with, so it'll go a little bit all over. But I like you so much that I wanted to get one more in. www.songartsacademy.com. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And I have to tell you, on my Facebook, I made it an event, and I sent it to every musician I know. <laughs> and I know a lot of them. Woo-hoo. So, uh, woohoo! So uh, let's just hope, uh, uh, I think this book's going to be a big success. Uh, and uh, to the end of time, thank you, Billy Seidman, for being on our show. Here we go. What's the buzz, New York? The End of Time by Billy Seidman. These hands that hold you close will soon be letting go Before I say goodbye, there's one thing you should know If I could change the past, turn round our glass I'd give you love to last until the end of time Some I left unsaid I had to make a joke To hide the truth instead Your sorrow I regret I lost my nerve and yet It's you I won't forget Until the end of time That's where our ending ends And love begins again Seidman. Check out his new book. Go to his website, www.songarts.com.
academy.com. What a great guest, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today to What's the Buzz New York. Check him out on Amazon. And uh, have a good day. Billy Seidman, Facebook. Thank you.